We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And away we go. Episode 632 of the Al Galdi podcast. It is Saturday, August 12th. 2023 as yes it is you it is me on a Saturday the rare weekend installment of the podcast this is the only Washington DC area sports podcast or show for which there is a new episode each weekday Monday through Friday with each episode out oh so early each weekday morning but occasionally as in a few times a year I do what I like to call scheduled emergency installments of the podcast, because the only thing more urgent than an emergency is a scheduled emergency, (laughs) and the Commander's 2023 preseason opener on Friday night warrants a scheduled emergency installment of the pod. So great to be with you, and uh, we have some things to discuss off a 17-15 preseason opening win for the Commanders at the Cleveland Browns on Friday night in a game for which the start was delayed for more than an hour due to lightning. Uh, The game did not begin until 8.48 p.m. Eastern. For a while, it looked like the game might get postponed slash canceled, but the game did happen. The Commanders did win 17-15. Why has like every Washington win over the last few years had a final score of 17-15. I can't be the only person thinking this. Washington in the 2021 season had back-to-back 17-15 wins. November 29th, 2021, a 17-15 win over the Seattle Seahawks at FedEx Field on Monday Night Football. December 5th, 2021, a 17-15 win at the Las Vegas Raiders. Then last season, October 30th, 2022, a 17-16 win at the Indianapolis Colts. No, that's not 17-15, but that is close. Anyway, uh, a win for the Commanders on Friday night. Uh, Not that preseason scores matter, but the new ownership was in attendance. Uh, Managing partner Josh Harris and limited partners Mitchell Rails and Mark Ein were at the game. And how about this? Head coach Rod Rivera during his post-game press conference late night on Friday night revealed that he gave a game ball to Josh Harris. Here you go. I had seen that they were on the field after the game. Um, you know, we, we did hand uh, Mr. Harris a, a game ball. That was a preseason game. We told him, it, you know, a win's a win, and uh, you can always keep this one. So uh, we gave it to him, and uh, the guys were pretty fired up. 
and uh, looking for the opportunity to give them one for real. Yes, that would be nice. Uh, coming up on the show, in-depth reaction to and analysis of the commander's performance on Friday night. Uh, next segment, I'll discuss the offense. Uh, spoiler alert, I thought that quarterback Sam Howell played well. Uh, second, spoiler alert, I have concerns <laughs> about the offensive line. Who the heck doesn't? Uh, and then in the following segment, I'll talk commander's defense and Commander's special teams. Uh, and you, throughout the show, will hear key comments from Rod Rivera's postgame presser late night on Friday night, as well as some of what Sam Howell had to say during his postgame presser late night on Friday night. It was a late night on Friday night for all of us as I record this, and let's see what time it is. 2.38 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, ratings and reviews help out the podcast a lot. You want Apple Podcasts and on Spotify can rate the podcast. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. And you want Apple Podcasts can write a review saying that you like the podcast. The review doesn't have to be long, can be just a sentence or two, but the ratings and the reviews do help us out a lot. So thank you very much for doing them. You can tweet me at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Feedback on the performance of Sam Howell and the commander's first team offense on Friday night. Tweet from Jim D. This O-line stinks, but EB and Howell are the truth. Tweet from District Sports Talk on Sam Howell. Quick processor. Uh, I did get some anti-Sam Howell and pro-Jacoby Brissett tweets. A tweet from HTTR Sooners 88, Brissett all day, Howell ain't it. Tweet from Powered by Optimism, Brissett starts game number one. Uh, And I certainly (laughs) got tweets about the commander starting offensive line. Tweet from Ezekiel 3. Line is a concern, but it is essentially a brand new line. It is going to need a few quarters. Uh, Thank you for the tweet, Ezekiel 3. That is a good point. Uh, We should not be going too crazy over what we saw uh, on Friday night. Tweet from The Mayo Monkey. If I'm in the front office, I'm looking to see what starting caliber offensive linemen are available via trade. Uh, Yeah, look, the trade route is possible. There's also, of course, the free agency route, especially once cuts uh, start being made. But of course, if a team is willing to trade someone or is willing to cut someone, you got to ask yourself, what is wrong with that someone? Uh, And should we be feeling that this someone is an upgrade over who we have? Now, maybe the answer is yes. Uh, But, you know, you do have to keep in mind, like if a player is available now or in the coming weeks, uh, there probably are some reasons for why that player is available. Well, I don't know how likely this is, but hopefully the commander's offensive line this coming season will do well, will do as well as turf center lawns can do for your lawn. Uh, If you have a bad lawn, no worries. Turf center lawns can change that. Uh, Turf center lawns offers a variety of residential and commercial landscaping services. It is a local multi-generational family business serving Maryland, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Turf Center Lawns offers lawn care programs that will make and keep your lawn lush and green. But Turf Center Lawns is about more than just lawns. Turf Center Lawns is outstanding at handling water problems. Uh, As we all know, intense summer storms especially those in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, can cause water and drainage problems for your home or business. Turf Center Lawns offers affordable and effective grading-based drainage solutions to prevent flooding, erosion, wet basements, and wet crawl spaces. Uh, Also, if you are a coach, an athletic director, a booster, 
know that turf center lawns can create, improve, and or maintain athletic fields. Turf center lawns will give you and your team a professional, natural grass athletic field uh, and performs maintenance with a specializing in Bermuda grass fields. Turf center lawns installed the original Bermuda grass fields at a number of major venues, including the Commander's FedEx Field. Uh, when it opened as Jack Ken Cook Stadium in 1997, Prince George's County Stadium, home of the Orioles AA affiliate, the Bowie Bay Sox, and Arthur W. Purdue Stadium, home of the Orioles low-A affiliate, the Delmarva Shorebirds. Uh, Turf Center Lawns also installs and rebuilds baseball and softball infields, batting cages, home putting greens, even bocce courts. If you have landscaping needs, drainage issues, or athletic field needs, contact Turf Center Lawns. Consultations and estimates are free. You have nothing to lose. Call 301-384-9300 or visit turfcenterlawns.com. That's 301-384-9300 or TurfCenterLawns.com. And make sure that you tell Turf Center Lawns that Al Galdi sent you. The Turf Center Lawns team is great. It's comprised of experts in their field. Uh, They share a deep commitment to exceeding customer expectations on every job, whether large or small. When you hire Turf Center Lawns, your satisfaction is guaranteed. Call 301-384-9300 or visit TurfCenterLawns.com. That's 301-384-9300 or TurfCenterLawns.com. And make sure that you tell Turf Center Lawns that Al Galdi sent you. Well, with the caveats of this is the NFL preseason and we have to take everything that we see with the uh, understanding that what we see could mean nothing for what we will see come the regular season. I thought that both of the commander's top two quarterbacks, Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett, did well uh, in the team's preseason opening 17-15 win at the Cleveland Browns on Friday night. Sam made good decisions. He was accurate. He showed off his mobility. He, to me, further established himself as the commander's QB1 for this 2023 season. Now, uh, he has not officially been declared the QB1 for the upcoming season, but we all know that the spot is Sam's to lose. He certainly is being treated <laughs> like the QB1, and as best as we can tell, he's not doing anything to lose that spot. And in fact, He does seem to be getting better. Uh, Sam on Friday night had a good night. He played for three offensive drives. He went 9-12 for 77 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. He took one sack. He had one carry for eight yards. Now, it is worth noting that some key Browns defensive players did not play in this game. Uh, Among those players were edge defender Miles Garrett and corner Denzel Ward. But Sam on Friday night made plays. Uh, The commander's first offensive drive was the uh, first offensive drive of the game, uh, resulted in a first quarter punt. Uh, Sam on that drive, four of four for 20 yards, and he had uh, a carry for eight yards, Uh, and it was a significant carry. Third snap of the drive, Sam, a third and six, eight-yard shotgun scramble. Uh, Fourth snap of the drive, Sam had a first and 10, 10-yard shotgun completion to receiver Curtis Samuel, who generated five yards after the catch. Uh, I did not like the sack 
that Sam took on this drive. Sixth snap of the drive, first and 20 for the Commanders at their 33. Sam took a sack for an eight-yard loss. The sack was split by two players, corner Mike Ford and interior defensive lineman Maurice Hurst. Now, Ford did come in unblocked on a corner blitz, but Hurst essentially uh, was run into by Sam. Sam, in part, ran himself into that sack. However, uh, Sam was great on the Commander's third offensive drive, a 10-play, 80-yard drive that resulted in a touchdown pass. Sam's second quarter, first and 10, 26-yard shotgun play-action touchdown pass to receiver Jahan Dodson, who made a really impressive leaping and twisting catch at the 7 and then broke through two attempted tackles in route to the end zone. What a play by Jahan Dodson. Sam's throw was high, but he also was being pressured on the throw. And he, on the drive, was really good. Uh, third snap of the drive, uh, what was the uh, second snap of the second quarter, Sam had a second and five, seven-yard shotgun play-action completion to tight end Cole Turner. Get used to hearing that name. Uh, fourth snap of the drive, Sam, a first and 10, 70-yard shotgun sprint-out completion to receiver Terry McLaurin. Fifth snap of the drive, Sam a second and three, four-yard shotgun completion to Cole Turner. Ninth snap of the drive, maybe Sam's best play of the game on a fourth and three for the Commanders at the Browns 39. Sam off running to his right had a 13-yard shotgun completion to Cole Turner on a broken play. Who did Sam think that he was? Taylor Heineke? (laughs) That was an awesome play uh, by Sam Howell. And yeah, Sam and Cole... Had a nice thing going in this game. Uh, Tight end Logan Thomas, as expected, did not play due to his calf injury. And uh, Cole Turner was the uh, beneficiary. But I liked what we saw from Sam Howell. I liked the play calling from assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. We saw short, quick routes. We saw Sam on the move. Uh, We saw a variety of concepts in terms of the plays and the formations. The problem with the first team offense on Friday night was the offensive line. Uh, The commander starting offensive line, Charles Leno Jr. at left tackle, Chris Paul at left guard, as uh, Sadiq Charles, as expected, did not play due to his calf injury. Uh, Nick Gates at center, Samuel Cosby at right guard, and Andrew Wiley at right tackle. Wiley had a bad night. He committed a holding penalty on each of the commander's first two offensive drives. Commander's first offensive drive resulted in a first quarter punt. The fifth snap of the drive, Wiley, a first and 10, 10-yard holding penalty. The Commander's second offensive drive. Uh, this drive started at the Commander's five and resulted in a first quarter safety. Uh, the third snap of the drive, third and 10 for the Commanders at their five. Wiley, a five-yard holding penalty and trying to hold off edge defender Zadarius Smith, resulting in a safety. Uh, also on that first commander's offensive drive was Nick Gates having a uh, blocking fail on a screen. Seventh snap of the drive, second and 28 for the commanders at their 25. Gates filled on a block uh, on a reception by running back Brian Robinson Jr. from minus two yards. You know, we saw the commanders last season be woeful at the screen. The anticipation is that the team this coming season will be utilizing the screen a good bit and hopefully will be better at the screen. Well, uh, that screen did not go so well. Here was head coach Rod Rivera during his postgame press conference late night on Friday night on the commander's starting offensive line in this game. I thought they did some good things. You know, a couple things that, that got a little bit out of hand. We just got to be a little bit better and got to be careful and be, be alert to the penalties. Um, 
You know, I, I can't wait to see the tape and really just see how, you know, as we break it down exactly what we can do and what we can get better. Yeah, I just don't know how anyone can be, like, supremely confident in this offensive line. Doesn't mean that the line can't or won't be good this coming season. I mean, right now, to declare anything with certainty would be ridiculous, but you got to have concerns about the offensive line, right? Off the struggles of last season and off a 2023 offseason in which, yes, the team did address the offensive line, but there are a lot of questions about whether enough was done uh, to adequately address the offensive line. Uh, But still, the Commander's first team offense ended its night on Friday night on a high note with the Sam Howell touchdown pass to Jahan Dotson. Uh, This was Ron Rivera during his postgame press conference on the offensive operation under Eric Bieniemy on Friday night. I thought the operation was outstanding. I love the rhythm they got into and I thought that, you know, his play calling rhythm was really good. Um, I I love his positivity when he's talking to the quarterback. You know, um, he called a play. And he, you know, he told me hey, this should this, this should work. Let's, let's go get it now. Let's go. You know, I just love the way he does that, and and it instills confidence in our guys when they're calling plays. Were there plays or sequences where that rhythm stood out to you? Um, well, I thought the very first one coming out. I mean, you know, we start marching down there, and you know, we have a chance for a big throw, and unfortunately, like I said, we we, we missed it. We, we we dropped the ball, but there was also a penalty, and then that kind of, you know, you, now you're at second and twenty. I mean, that that I mean, first and twenty. That 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 puts you off off kilter. So that's um. But I thought he handled his rhythm really well. I thought the the, the mixed it nicely. He found a little something with the run game, so we went back to the run a couple of times repeatedly. Um, and then came back up with a real nice play action that I thought really kind of offset a couple things for us that got them off balance. The commanders on the drive that resulted in the Sam Howell touchdown pass to Jahan Dodson also ran the ball well. Brian Robinson Jr. had dice runs over the first two snaps of the drive, first snap of the drive, uh, what was the uh, final snap of the first quarter. Robinson, a first and 10, 11-yard under center toss run. Second snap of the drive, what was the uh, first snap of the second quarter. Robinson, a first and 10, 5-yard shotgun handoff run. And running back Antonio Gibson, uh, he on the sixth snap of the drive, had a first and 10, 7-yard shotgun handoff run. Here was Sam Howell uh, during his postgame press conference late night on Friday night on how he felt quarterbacking the offense of Eric Bieniemy, and then you'll hear follow-up exchanges with Commanders insiders Nikki Javala and Sam Fortier of the Washington Post. Yeah, I felt good. Um, you know, I, I knew the plays we were going to call. You know, we kind of keep it simple in the preseason, and I felt really good about the plays we were going to call, and I felt like I did a pretty good job from an execution standpoint. Um, so I went into the game with a lot of confidence, um, and I think that I think my comfortability showed tonight. What do you feel like you made the biggest strides from the end of last year? Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing is, you know, it's a new system. Um, and so you got to kind of change your mindset from a decision-making standpoint into learning new concepts and learning how to tie your feet to those concepts and trying to make good decisions in practice and then turn it over into the games. Um, and I think I've come a long way just from my knowledge of football and understanding what we're trying to do on offense and what the defense is trying to do to stop us. Um, so I would just say mentally for sure. Were there moments or plays where you felt that, you know, mental growth advancement? Yeah, I mean, I think there was, there was some times where I, I could tell a team was pressuring one way and I could slide the protection to, um, to those blitzes. Um, obviously, we had the one sack. With, I, should, I should have got the ball out on that one. Um, but there was de- definitely times where I could just see what they were in. Obviously, it's more simple in the preseason. Um, so I'm sure it'll get harder as we move forward. All right. So Sam Howell did a nice job on Friday night, and so did Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he played for four offensive drives. He went 6 of 10. 
for 75 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. He took one sack. He had two carries for 16 yards and a touchdown. Uh, The Commanders' fourth offensive drive uh, was Jacoby's first drive of the game. Ended up being an eight-play, 89-yard drive that resulted in Jacoby's second quarter, second and 10, 12-yard shotgun scramble touchdown run. The veteran uh, showing off his mobility. Uh, Jacoby on the drive, three of four for 53 yards and two carries for 16 yards and the touchdown. Uh, really liked a couple of passes on this drive by Jacoby Brissett. Fourth snap of the drive, uh, a second and six, 14-yard shotgun play action completion to receiver Diami Brown, uh, who made a nice leaping catch and who has garnered a good bit of praise from Rod Rivera these last few weeks. And the sixth snap of the drive, Jacoby had a second and three, 32-yard shotgun completion to receiver Byron Pringle. So a nice job by Jacoby Brissett. And then we got the Jake Fromm show. Uh, Jake went five of seven for 26 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. He took no sacks. Uh, He had four carries for one yard. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. More now on the Commanders in their 17-15 preseason opening win at the Cleveland Browns on Friday night. What is the number one goal for every NFL team with every preseason game? Avoid major injury, right? Well, uh, hopefully the Commanders on Friday night did do that. Uh, Edge defender Chase Young did suffer a stinger, or as head coach Ron Rivera said during his postgame press conference late night on Friday night, quote, a little bit of a stinger, end quote. Yes, just a little teensy-weensy stinger. So we'll see what that ends up being. Also, interior defensive lineman Fedarian Mathis on Friday night was in the blue medical tent uh, for some reason. No word as to why. So in the coming days, we'll hopefully find out uh, if any players uh, got injured. Obviously, uh, the last thing that Chase Young would need uh, is another injury uh, of any nature. Uh, corner Kendall Fuller did not play on Friday night, but every other key commander's defensive player did play on Friday night in terms of guys uh, who aren't already injured. Uh, the starting defense played for just one drive, but this was a uh, busy drive, and this was a drive in which things were going badly for the defense until the final two snaps of the drive. The commander starting defense really got shredded for much of the Browns' first offensive drive of the game, but the drive resulted in a first quarter turnover on downs. Uh, Browns quarterback 
Deshaun Watson, he played for just this series. That was it for Deshaun uh, on Friday night. He on the drive went 3-3 for 12 yards and had three carries for 20 yards. The Browns on the drive generated four first downs. The Browns were marching down the field, but then came the final two snaps of the drive. The 11th snap of the drive on a third and goal at the one. Corner Emmanuel Forbes Jr. and safety Cameron Curl teamed up to tackle running back slash receiver Demetric Felton Jr. for no gain on an under center handoff run. And yes, I did say Emmanuel Forbes and Cameron Curl. So much for the concerns about the physicality uh, of Manny Forbes. And then the 12th snap of the drive on a fourth and goal at the one. Edge defender Montez Sued, a solo tackle of running back John Kelly Jr. for a loss of four yards on a shotgun handoff run. Excellent play by Montez Sweat, who, of course, right now is a candidate for a big money contract extension. Why does it seem like this has happened a lot uh, with Washington's defenses under defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio? Bad starts to games, but also this penchant for giving up yardage, but then proving to be stout inside the red zone. We saw that uh, on this drive, very much so. Uh, This was your classic, you know, bend but do not break drive uh, for a defense. Here was Ron Rivera during his postgame press conference on why he had the starting defense play for just this one drive at the Browns. And then you'll hear a follow-up exchange with Commander's Insider Nikki Zavala of the Washington Post. Um, Because it was a long one and they went four and out. Uh, at the right time, so I figured, you know what, let's let's go from there. And uh, quite honestly, it was Jack's suggestion. I agreed with Jack. What, what do you take from that drive? Was it you know they are give up up to that goal line stand, or is it the goal line stand that you really focus? I, no, the, the thing that needed to be corrected was, was on, on two of the long runs on the outside to the right side of our defense. The biggest, biggest problem or anything else, we played behind the ball. We didn't get a good edge set. And we didn't, when we decided to run through, we ran behind, we ran behind and not in front. Um, bad decisions on, uh, on the guys that were supposed to fit those creases. To me, there really was no need for the commander's first team defense to play for more uh, than that one drive on Friday night. We know who and what this defense is. Now, understand what I'm saying when I say that. I'm not saying that it is some guarantee that the defense this coming season is going to be great, but I do think that the defense this coming season could be great. But whether the defense this coming season is great isn't going to hinge on, you know, development or growth in the preseason. You know, this defense is in a different place than the offense in terms of familiarity Uh, with the current structure, right? This is the fourth year for Jack Del Rio as Washington defensive coordinator. The overwhelming majority of the key players on the defense are returning players. Uh, And so to me, there's no need to risk injury for the first team defense by overplaying it in the preseason. Uh, Some commander's defensive players who stood out on Friday night, uh, safety Percy Butler, had an interception. He on a second and 10 for the Browns at the Commanders 32 in the final minute of the second quarter, intercepted a shotgun pass by quarterback Joshua Dobbs. Butler bobbled the ball, but ultimately uh, made the catch for the pick. So we know that a big time emphasis from Jack Del Rio for this defense is coming season is to generate more turnovers. There was one right there. Percy Butler has a chance to have a breakout season. He this coming season could be what safety Derek Forrest was last season. A second year safety who off not playing much in his rookie year 
ends up playing a lot more and playing really well in his second year. Uh, the Commanders took Butler in the fourth round of the 2022 NFL Draft out of Louisiana. Uh, Butler can run. He at the 2022 NFL Scouting Combine ran a blazing 40-yard dash. Butler at the 2022 Combine ran a 4-3-6-40. Uh, corner Kristen Holmes, he on Friday night had a team-high two pass defenses. Could Holmes uh, provide some valuable depth at corner this coming season. The commanders really like him as a gunner on special teams, but can he be more than just a special team standout? Uh, The commanders took Holmes in the seventh round of the 2022 NFL Draft out of Oklahoma State. As you may recall, he last season briefly got major playing time. Uh, The 1913 win over the Atlanta Falcons at uh, what was a rainy FedEx field last November 27th. Holmes in that game played on 96% of the commander's defensive snaps. He came into the game having played on a total of just six defensive snaps for the commanders in the 2022 regular season. But then came the next game, uh, the 20-all tie at the New York Giants on December 4th. Holmes in that game had some problems, including getting beat by receiver Darius Slayton on a second quarter 55-yard reception. But there is something there uh, with Christian Holmes. Uh, Also on Friday night, uh, linebacker Kalik Hudson, team high six tackles. Uh, Kalik has been talked about a lot as having had a good 2023 offseason. Linebacker Milo Eifler. Uh, Oh, Milo, our guy, a forced fumble on Friday night uh, in a play that uh, should help his cause for making the team's initial 53-man roster for the upcoming season. And Ed's defender Andre Jones Jr. had a tackle for loss and a quarterback hit. He looked good in this game. The commanders took Jones in the seventh round of the 2023 NFL Draft out of Louisiana. This is a guy who played college football for six seasons. Uh, He played for Louisiana from 2017 through 2022. He never wanted to leave college. Uh, Commander special teams on Friday night. A good night for Joey Sly in the kicker competition of Sly versus Michael Badgley. Uh, The commanders in this game attempted just one field goal, but uh, that attempt was a big make for Sly. He connected on a 49-yard field goal in the third quarter. Sly went 1-1 on field goals and 1-1 on extra points. Uh, Remember, the extra point was a bit of an issue for Joey Sly last season. He, in the 2022 regular season, went 25-30 on field goals, but just a 24-28 on extra points. This kicker competition really is about Sly's inconsistency on extra points. Badgley on Friday night did not attempt a field goal. He went one of one on extra points. The commanders on July 25th announced the signing of Badgley as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, I do believe that the kicker job is Sly's to lose, but Badgley isn't just some rando. Like, he is a real NFL kicker. He, in the 2022 regular season for the Detroit Lions, went 20-24 on field goals and 33-33 on extra points. He does not have Sly's leg strength, uh, but uh, Badgley can make kicks. Uh, also, with Commander Special Teams on Friday night, Kazmir Allen. Uh, how is he not the favorite to be the team's primary return man this coming season? There is a burst, you know, there is a game-breaking potential with this guy that's impossible not to see. So Casimir Allen, as uh, most of you know by now, undrafted rookie out of UCLA. He's a receiver slash running back. Uh, He, over his last two seasons at UCLA, 2021 and 2022, averaged 27.03 yards per kickoff return over 39 
kickoff returns. He, on Friday night, was the commander's primary return man. Uh, Allen, over two punt returns, averaged 12 yards per punt return. That's quite good. Uh, He had a second-quarter 10-yard punt return and a fourth-quarter 14-yard punt return. And Allen, over two kickoff returns, averaged 20.5 yards per return. Uh, Punt returns matter more than kickoff returns. Kazmir Allen really could provide a big-time boost to the commanders on punt returns, uh, which were an issue for this team last season. Uh, There were 17 qualified punt returners in the NFL in the 2022 regular season. Commanders punt returner and also receiver Dax Milne, uh, he ranked just 12th out of those 17 punt returners uh, with a yards per punt return of just 7.78. And that will do it for you and me for now. Keep the feedback coming. You can tweet me at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Monday show, episode 633. We'll have a lot for you on the Commanders and on the rest of our Washington, D.C. area sports weekend. The Nationals over Saturday and Sunday have the final two games of a three-game series against the Major League Worst Oakland A's at Nationals Park. The Orioles over Saturday and Sunday have the final two games of a three-game series at the Seattle Mariners. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. We did hand uh, Mr. Harris a, a game ball. That was a preseason game. We told him that, you know, a win's a win, and uh, you can always keep this one. So uh, we gave it to him, and uh, the guys were pretty fired up and uh, looking for the opportunity to give him one for real. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.